Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm David Marsland and this is The Leader. The Capitol Building, a landmark of democracy in the most powerful free nation on earth, overwhelmed, overrun by conspiracy-addled rioters bent on halting a fair election. They're moving past the police, tearing down the barriers, police are moving. This is actually happening, people. Guns were fired, pipe bombs laid, four people died and Donald Trump's expiring administration is in a tailspin that's threatening to sweep the United States up with it. Where does the country go from here? How do you recover from this? What do you do with a president like that? All of us here today do not want to see our election victory stolen by emboldened radical left Democrats, which is what they're doing, and stolen by the fake news media. That's what they've done and what they're doing. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. You don't concede when there's theft involved. Mr. President, in America, we settle our differences in elections. What happens if you don't trust the election count? Or you're concerned that so many courts denied or dismissed cases within hours after they were given thousands of pages of evidence? Oklahoma's Republican Senator James Lankford was in the middle of objecting to the election results in Arizona when the gavel abruptly came down. My challenge today is not about the good people of Arizona. And it will stand in recess until the call of the chair. That's the moment rioters breached security at the Capitol and the politicians and staff inside were told to get out. They broke the glass. What we saw yesterday was was absolutely shocking of seeing people storm the office of the leader of the Senate, you know, in the in the chamber itself, ripping things off the wall and having guns pulled on them. And it looks, you know, tragically like one woman was killed trying to trying to get through a window into the Senate chamber. Peter Frankopan is a professor of global history at Oxford University. Trump has behaved as a as an as an imperial figure the whole way through, you know, not listening to advice, overruling his officials. And and that I think is extremely Concerning. I mean, so in fact, I wrote something for the Standard about uh, just after he became president. In fact, comparing Trump with um, Genghis Khan, who who used his volatility and used the sort of fear um, 
incredibly effectively. You know, it's quite a good way to concentrate minds if you look like you're dangerous or if I, even if you are dangerous, you know, it's a, it's a way to get people to do what you want. So he has not been an ineffective ruler. Unfortunately, he's just pushed the United States in the wrong direction or in a direction that has served his own interests first. And that, that's what lots of cynics said he would do at the beginning. Few believed he would actually go this far. But, you know, this this last 24 hours, I think, has revealed to everybody in the Republican Party that Trump has only ever been in this for himself. This is about his ego. This is about his power. This is about his wounded pride. We're going to walk down and I'll be there with you. We're going to walk down. We're going to walk down anyone you want. But I think right here, we're going to walk down to the Capitol. He didn't walk with them. Right after whipping up emotions with that speech, Donald Trump got in a car and went home to the White House. He watched the chaos unfold on TV. It's widely reported he hesitated over requests from Washington to send in the National Guard. Vice President Mike Pence did it instead. The building had already been taken over. Approximately 2.46pm, protesters breached fencing along the Capitol grounds and confronted police lines surrounding the building. Multiple individuals forced entry into the Capitol building and attempted to gain access to the House room, which was still in session. They were confronted by plainclothes U.S. Capitol Police officers, at which time one Capitol Police officer discharged their service weapon, striking an adult female. Major questions are also being asked today about security at the Capitol. You may have seen the footage showing a very, very thin line of Capitol Police trying to stop a huge throng of chanting protesters who basically just pushed them out of the way and surged into the Capitol building. David Gardner is the Evening Standard's US correspondent. Inside the building, it was like a, a day trip for rioters. I mean, they were just wandering through there as if they were on some sort of guided tour. No apparent attempts to prevent it. Clearly, there were some areas where there were confrontations with the between police and protesters. But on the whole, people just seem to be wandering in and out at, at will. I just think about had this group of, had that group of people been black or brown, um, especially black, it would not have happened this way. Sworn in on Sunday, Corrie Bush is one of the new intake of Congresswomen. In her first week on the job, she found herself sheltering in place in her office in the Capitol as rioters rushed upstairs. She's an activist herself who took to the streets of Ferguson, Missouri to protest the shooting of 18-year-old black man Michael Brown by a white police officer. She says she's stunned at how easily the Capitol was broken into by MAGA hat-wearing Trump followers. There would, we, we wouldn't have made it to the steps to be able to then come in the doors. Um, there would not have been uh, any tear gas, you know, being deployed inside the Capitol. There, you know, there would not have been, um, you know, any of us with our feet up on, you know, a, a member's desk. You know, that would not have happened. We wouldn't have made it that far. You know, we would have, we would have been shocked. An estimated 30,000 people were part of the original Capitol March. 52 arrests have so far been made. One woman was shot dead inside the building by a plainclothes officer. 
There have been complaints that police stood by, even as the 6pm curfew fell, with rioters standing right in front of them. But cybersecurity expert Richard Bingley says anyone who is there should be expecting a knock on the door soon. It's not just the TV cameras that were watching. Because when events like this happen, uh, law enforcement do go through the websites afterwards. They, they do go through who has engaged with the various uh, platforms. And um, there, there will be prosecutions and, and there will be sort of consequences for, for people involved in, in any activities. And that's what he's trying to restore a democratic republic back in this country that God gave us and our founders recognized that our rights came from God. More arrests then may be coming. The US, proudly a country of laws, is calling for justice, but not only within the courts. They want the lawmakers themselves to face repercussions. Well, what we saw on Wednesday was certainly unprecedented. It was shocking in a way. It was almost surreal and disgraceful. I'm a native of Washington, D.C., so seeing those images really was quite jarring. Dr. Julie Norman is a lecturer in politics and international relations at UCL. This is really going to really bring a lot of reckoning for both parties with how they are to move forward with um, controlling their more fringe elements, with not inciting uh, misinformation and half-truths, and figuring out how both parties can come together in terms, like internally in in each of their own parties, but also crossing this divide that has just become um, such a gulf over these last four years under Trump. Trump and I, we've had a hell of a journey. I hate it being this way. Oh my God, I hate it. From my point of view, he's been a consequential president. But today, first thing you'll see, all I can say is uh, count me out, enough is enough. Lindsey Graham, the Republican senator for South Carolina, has been one of Donald Trump's staunchest allies. But speaking in the cleaned-up Senate after the rioters were dispelled and Washington plunged into curfew, he cut ties with the man in the White House. I cannot convince people, certain groups, by my words, but I will tell you by my actions, that maybe I, among any above all others in this body, need to say this. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are lawfully elected and will become the president and the vice president of the United States on January the 20th. I guess it's hardly surprising that the Trump presidency should come to such a chaotic ending. It's been a roller coaster ride after all. The big question today is, can Donald Trump last the next two weeks? The Evening Standard's David Gardner again. Democrat lawmakers are trying to bring about a new impeachment attempt against Mr Trump. But they've tried that before and it took a long time and he overcame it. The more likely alternative would be for Congress to invoke the 25th Amendment. Now this has never been tried before. No sitting president has ever been removed because he was unfit, which is the basic terminology for this amendment. Now, that is not as unlikely as it may have seemed just a couple of days ago, because according to several very highly placed sources in the States, Trump's own cabinet are discussing that very thing. The 25th would require Vice President Mike Pence's go-ahead. He'd be the one taking the reins. Donald Trump could appeal it, but he'd have to wait four days, and then Congress would have a further 21 days to decide whether or not he's fit for office. Joe Biden takes over on January 20th. The clock could simply tick down as Donald Trump becomes an impotent president. 
But Peter Frankopan doesn't think that's a likely or even the best outcome. History will be the harsher judge, you know, the way in which history judges Trump and his administration. Um, I don't think unforgiving will be the right word. I think that, that it'll just be pandemonium of trying to work out how someone could rise to the summit uh, as he did and, um, and how he could choose to exercise power in the way that he did. And, and, and to some extent, I think more interesting would be what kind of curbs might be introduced to stop something like this happening again. As a historian, I'm, I'm more interested in, in the long run, but uh, it's hard to see uh, that the, the, the Trump um, story could have a more appropriate ending than yesterday. And that's The Leader. There's more coverage and analysis in the Evening Standard newspaper and online at standard.co.uk. Follow our live blog for breaking news. This podcast is back tomorrow afternoon. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.